Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. It is The Rob Carson Show, and uh, it is already Wednesday, it is hump day, and we are expecting, uh, on the heels of Tucker Carlson's big uh, interview with Donald Trump last night, the President of the United States to join us. On this show in uh, in just a couple of minutes, I'm just waiting for my cue, actually. I do want to mention NPR has quit Twitter after a spat with Elon Musk, who branded the public broadcasting network as a government-affiliated uh, and, uh, and uh, uh, according to NPR, falsely implying that it is not editorially independent. Uh, you know what? Uh, yeah, I used to work for NPR in college. Um, it's state-run media. It's Pravda. All right, we'll get to a little bit more on this, including, including, I got some really good audio. Elon Musk being challenged by a BBC reporter with regard to all the, you know, hate speech on uh, on uh, Twitter now. And uh, when Elon Musk confronted the guy, he uh, he didn't have an answer for it. So we'll get to that here very shortly. I'm told we have uh, the, uh, the the ex-president, hopefully soon to be president of the United States, one more time, Donald Trump on the phone. And uh, President Trump, welcome to the show. Glad to have you. Well, thanks for having me on. You're always welcome. Always love being on the Rob Carson Show. Now, uh, you mentioned last night, I saw you did an interview on Tucker Carlson. Um, and uh, you didn't think that Joe Biden would be able to run for president. Would you like to expand on that a little? Well, I, I think that's fairly obvious. I mean, if the duties of the president, and I say duties, I don't mean you know what I'm talking yeah, about, he, the he, number two. He probably, I say the duties of the president yeah. ended at being able to feed yourself or being able to go to the bathroom. We talk about duties that maybe. He could be president, although that's a challenge. Otherwise, I think he's in way over his head, believe me. <laughs> yeah, he, he seems to be. Now, you got a lot of things going on in your life. I know that the Alvin Bragg case against you that many people are saying is a joke. Would you like to Would you like to comment on that, Mr. President? Well, Alvin Bragg is soft on crime. He's tough on Twinkies. And, you know, this is about a non-disclosure agreement. Yes, yes. Stormy Daniels, I call her horse face. She said I didn't have a relationship with her. Oh, yeah, no yeah. relationship, nope. no affair. Nope. Unlike with Bill Clinton, there was no blue dress. No. I got to tell you, anyone who'd associate with horse face Stormy probably would want to wear a hazmat suit. I have to say a hazmat <laughs> suit. Now, there's no blue dress. And there's no hazmat suit in this case. Yeah, well, that's good. Uh, now, uh, this, of course, is just the latest witch hunt. You've been a you've been a target for what about seven years now, right? Yes, two fake impeachments. I call it impeachment hoax number one yeah. and impeachment hoax number two. Yeah. We had the raid on Mar-a-Lago. There's that. And yeah. let's not forget the hoax, the January sixth hoax. They said all these terrible things, hoax, featuring Adam Shifty Shift, watermelon head, bug eyes, and Eric Swalwell. Eric Swalwell who was sleeping with a Chinese spy. Remember that? Fang oh, yeah. Fang. Where's the media? Fang Fang. She yeah. came from China. Yeah. And now she's gone. The CCP ordered Chinese takeout. They said, time to take her out. And now she's gone. Doesn't make any sense. Now she's gone. Yeah. yeah. I, I wouldn't want to order from that menu, to be quite honest. Hunter Biden might want to order on that menu. 
Well, Hunter Biden ordered the 69, not the Mushu. He ordered something different. We don't have to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, the number 69. You want to stay away from that. So now you've already uh, declared you're running for president. I guess your next biggest challenge, uh, your next biggest uh, uh, challenger, I should say, is Ron DeSantis. What do you have to say about uh, Ron DeSantis? Well, I have to say about Ron DeSanctimonious. I call him Ron DeSanctimonious. He started off really popular. He did a fantastic job. And now you know more about him. The more you realize, maybe you were wrong about him. Yeah. It's like the opening of an In-N-Out. You know, In-N-Out Burger. Everybody's interested. Everybody's excited about it. You wait in line for several hours. You get to the window, and it's just a cheeseburger. What a disgrace. (laughs) Fox News makes it sound like he's reinvented the cheeseburger. He's a big disappointment. And the Republican Party has been surfing up lame cheeseburgers for years, horrible cheeseburgers. (laughs) With me, you're getting a steak. A big, fat, juicy steak. And don't get me wrong, I love cheeseburgers. But it's time for the American people to get the big, beautiful steak, that beautiful ribeye that they deserve. (laughs) Absolutely. I I love a ribeye. Who's going to be your, uh, I guess, your baked potato would be your vice president? Well, I have to ask you this because I think you're incredible. You're highly respected. What are you doing the next five years? um, But when you think about it, actually, when you think about it, I think you'd be a better White House press secretary. You'd oh. do fantastic. Oh, we could have some fun. We could have some fun for sure. Well, you might actually be a better CDC director, yeah, actually, CDC, when you look at it. CDC director? I don't I don't really know anything about health care, Mr. President. Well, well, that didn't stop Rochelle Walensky or Anthony Fauci, that, little Anthony, little Tony. That's true. Plus, you're the only person in America who is successfully fighting the new deadly pandemic that we're facing and doing fantastic. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Another deadly pandemic? Is there like a COVID coming? I haven't heard about this. Well, it's called the pandemic of stupid. It's spreading like wildfire (laughs) in our government. These are stupid people, I have to say. And the fake news media, I can't tell you how many cases of stupid I've seen. They're all over the place. They need to vaccinate everybody in the fake news, Uh although... With MSNBC, it's probably too late. You look at it, it's probably too late. You need to get one of those big, beautiful exterminator tents and completely cover MSNBC. Rachel Maddow, she had the tax returns. Remember that she had them, she danced, and she didn't have anything big, beautiful, nothing burger. It's like the wet market of the fake news media. (laughs) They say the stupid was a natural occurrence. I think it jumped from Rachel Maddow, believe it or not. I think it has that. I think MSNBC is the Wuhan lab of the stupid pandemic. Oh, I, I think it, me. it definitely is ground zero for stupid. I'm going to give you that. Okay, so real quick, I know you're, you're resting time here. Can I just run through a list of VP candidates to get your quick take, okay? Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Absolutely. All right, so let's start with that. Mike Pence. Snowball's chance in hell. Not going to happen. Okay, uh, that's pretty. <laughs> How about, uh, I don't know, Democrat Robert Kennedy. How about that? Well, he's a smart guy, considering what happened, though, to his dad and his uncle. Bad things happened to him. Maybe he should stick to talking about vaccines. Yeah, that's that's probably a good idea. Vivek Ramaswamy. He's a great guy, but I have to say he has a tougher name to pronounce than Boot Edge Edge. Yeah. Okay? It might be a little hard to put on a bumper sticker, but good guy. <laughs> I is, like him. He's a good guy. He is a good guy. Uh, Nikki Haley. What about Nikki Haley? Well, we all know you're funny, Rob. Let's not make me laugh too hard, okay? Because <laughs> I'm not serious. How about Carrie Lake? I like Carrie Lake. I can tell you, stay tuned. You know, they called them the Great Lakes. She's the greatest lake, believe it or not. <laughs> she's got the experience the country needs. Yeah, yeah. as a politician, though, I mean, uh, she's never been in office. I don't know what you're talking about. 
Well, she's had elections stolen from her, just like what happened to me. Oh, Remember yeah. that? She's the only person in America with the same experience as me in that department. All right. I got you. <laughs> Mr. President, thanks for your time today. I greatly appreciate you joining me. I know Tucker was a big deal, but it's awesome to have you on this morning, my friend. Well, I have to say I enjoy your show more than I enjoy Tucker because you're a funny guy. And Tucker's a good guy, but you're a great guy. Keep up the great work. You <laughs> right. you. There you go. That is the uh, ex-president of the United States. So. Or a really good impression by Sean Ferris. You decide. ACDC for you. It's a long way to November. It's 2024, Elena. Yeah. We need to hear this, actually. Can't touch me. My, 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 my rallies are so large. Makes the devs say, oh, my God, thank you for blessing me with the gift of Cam. And the hot wife, he feels good. Will you come see a super dope homeboy from NYC? And I know uh-huh. I'm as much. This is a man they can't touch. Mm, they tried to. They tried to. Can't touch me. Crooked Hillary can't, and I don't really want her to. Can't touch me. Sleepy Joe wishes he were me, okay? Can't touch me. My name is DJ Trump, and I'm magic on the stuff. Can't touch me. I've been around the country from New York to L.A. I speak to a lot of people that play YMCA. Kamala speaks to no one, and Biden kids your nuts. And still, the fake news media thinks you voted for those guys. My rallies are on Newsmax, and boxes can't be found. And all the fake news media, I take them to the ground. Can't touch me. How's your approval rating, Sleepy Joe? Can't touch me. COVID is more popular than Sleepy Joe. Can't touch me. I fill stadiums. Sleepy Joe can't fill a shoebox. Can't touch me. Together, we are going to save America, believe me. There you go. That is uh, Sean Farish on the uh, on the show. So uh, welcome to it. Come inside. Please join me. Okay, so now one of the things you uh, listen to the show for, obviously, is uh, a humorous take when possible because, uh, dear God in heaven, if you can't laugh, uh, looking at the world today, you're going to go insane. So uh, we do do the funny, don't get me wrong. Uh, and then also, of course, you, you listen to the show to hear things before everybody else says them. Uh, I have this kind of knack for being able to figure stuff out fairly, uh, you know, fairly early on. At the beginning of the pandemic, I went, huh, really? I don't, I don't see this as being the deadliest pandemic of all time. And it's the summer of 2020. So I'm thinking maybe it has something to do with it being the summer of 2020. And you know what? We're finding out today that, yeah, all of that nonsense about COVID, it was just that nonsense. A new study out today about the absolute joke of masks and uh, and how bad they are for you. That just came out. I'm going to share that today. Also kind of a, a recap of, uh, of the COVID nonsense and uh, Joe Biden wanting another $5 billion for another vaccine for a virus we don't have. But chances are he's already talking to a lab in China about it. Who the hell knows? So we got that coming up. And then, and then you know, for instance, I, I knew about uh, Russiagate. I said there's no reason why Donald Trump would collude with Russia because uh, the Russia got everything they wanted from Hillary Clinton. It was stupid. Uh, Donald Trump was a hawk on defense and uh, energy uh, independence. So why would, uh, why, would, uh, why would Vladimir Putin want him to be the president? It made no sense. No sense. Hunter Biden laughed up. Duh, should have been fairly obvious. All of this stuff. But I tend to get it ahead of time. And one of the things that right now is really beginning to uh, echo around the 
the media, maybe not necessarily the mainstream media, but uh, Meghan McCain, for instance, Donald Trump in the interview last night, which we'll get to a little bit of uh, his interview with, uh, with uh, uh, Tucker Carlson last night. But uh, something that I've been saying for the last two years, Joe Biden will not be able to be uh, to run for the presidency. He will not be able to run for the presidency. And I said, because I have a great deal of experience in my life with people who are experiencing the end stages of their life when you're getting up in age and, and your mind begins to slip. And, and when I was growing up, my mother would invite our relatives to live with us rather than sending them off to a cold, heartless, awful uh, a nursing home. And so my Uncle Virgil came, my dad's mom came, my grandma, and, and I watched it. And, and the thing about it is, uh, we, it, it is a, an extremely important time in life, the end of life, and it, and it uh, deserves attention and love and respect and rest and all of these things that uh, Joe Biden is not being afforded by his wife. And, uh, and other people in the Biden family. And it is becoming painfully obvious he will not mentally or physically be able to run for president. Now, on the way, I've got some audio from uh, Donald Trump from last night and also Meghan McCain, uh, who is admitting, uh, Joe Biden, you are not fit to finish a first term, let alone a second. It's time to call it quits. Huh. Kind of interesting. Here's a number if you want to chime in, guys. 800-922-6680. This is a Wednesday edition of The Rob Carson Show. America is freedom's last hope, and we're going to fight for it. It's The Rob Carson Show. If you want to hear more of the official Trump impressionist of the Rob Carson show, which isn't much. I mean, it's not like you're paying for a Bud Light sponsorship or something like that. Uh, anyway, you can... <laughs> You can check out Sean Farish. Uh, he has a show called Ungoverned on LFA TV, and his podcast is on CaptainDeplorable45.com. CaptainDeplorable45.com for Sean Farish, the official uh, Trump impressionist on the uh, Rob Carson show. So uh, during the Easter egg roll, Joe Biden uh, barely, I guess, uh, you know, up on some sort of uppers or whatever the hell, was able to complete a couple sentences and talk about the possibility of running in 2024, which I have said for two years and uh, much to the consternation of many on the left, that uh, there's no way in hell Joe Biden is going to be able to run for president. They hid him during the 2020 role. Remember that? They, they hid him from the public in 2020, kind of like they did with uh, John Fetterman in Pennsylvania. Where the hell is he these days? You know, and uh, oh, by the way, also uh, Mitch McConnell, where's he? And Dianne Feinstein, uh, where the heck is she? Yeah, you know what I'm saying here. But anyway, uh, Joe Biden, uh, they hid him from public because he can barely speak. Everybody knows it. Uh, even the media knows that he doesn't do press conferences where he takes questions from the audience. He goes to a deferred list that, that are written down with prepared questions. Everybody knows the emperor is naked. But here is uh, Al Roker at the uh, Easter egg roll with some hard-hitting news. So th this is a fantastic event, one of my favorites of the year. I was just wondering, uh, uh, Mr. President, uh, will you be uh, taking part in the Easter egg rolls uh, after planning on after 2024? Well, I plan on <laughs> at least three or four more Easter egg rolls. At least three or four more. Maybe, maybe five. Maybe five. <laughs> maybe six. So, what the hell? Are you, are you saying that uh, you would be... Uh, taking part in uh, our upcoming election, twenty twenty four. I'll either roll an egg or you know, being the, the good, you know, the guy who's pushed them out. Come on, help a, bro help a brother. Yeah, there you go. That's that's who you want as the president. You betcha. Uh, Megan McCain in the UK Daily Mail. 
Uh, I deeply regret not telling my father when he was too old to run. So, Joe, trust me when I say you're not fit to finish a second term, a first term, let alone a second. Now, a lot of people have been asking me this question online. And, and you know, I, I know as well as you do the uh, inner workings of the Washington, D.C. swamp. But I, uh, I questioned uh, originally when he was elected whether he would live to see the end of his term. Uh, and, and I mean, you know, live to see the end of the, the first time. And I hope he does. No, nothing wrong again. You know, I, I don't wish you ill upon anybody. I don't care. But I, I wondered. And then as the possibility of him running again for a second term, considering that his first term has been so disastrous and he couldn't even campaign in the first one, how would he be able to muster the physical and mental uh, strength needed to run for president? I want you to think about this. Just back up for a second and realize this isn't like running for, uh, you know, uh, a student council. All right. This is uh, all encompassing on the road all the time meeting. I, I would never do it. I, you couldn't pay me enough to be uh, president. First of all, I don't have the uh, I don't have the executive experience. I think you need a business person in charge. There's somebody with a knowledge of uh, of uh, legality, although we don't need another freaking lawyer in Washington, D.C. But it's no easy task. And people are acti acting like, oh, yeah, you know, I mean, you can just run for president. It's like becoming a Walmart greeter, you know, honestly. But it's not. It's not. And even now, uh, Meghan McCain is joining the Rob Carson chorus two years later, by the way. As President Biden continues to aimlessly shuffle around in 2024 run, it's time that Democrats publicly admit the obvious he's not uh, fit to finish his first term, let alone a second term. Now, Joe Biden appears to be the only person who is uh, holding on to the possibility that he's going to run for president in 2024. 24% uh, of Democrats want him to run for president. That's it. Everybody else realizes the obvious truth. And isn't it funny that in a country that has the First Amendment, that we, uh, at least a media, is so willing to slavishly cover up for uh, a, the person in charge, just like, I mean, this is the same stuff they do in in the North Korea, it's the same. The dear leader, no, he is a fitness. He is the he is the uh, epitome of fitness and health. The dear leader, and we're supposed to expect that an eighty year old man with dementia is perfectly fine. You know, it honestly, we've reached critical stupid in the country. We really have. We we can't get any dumber. So the only thing we can do is just finally say, you know what? Shut up. Just shut up, okay? Uh, women who are born men can't compete with men in, or women in sports, okay? We're not stupid, all right? If you were born with girl parts uh, and you were born with boy parts, you're going to be that person for your entire life. You know, and it's honestly, it's time to end the stupidity. Uh, okay, there's no voter fraud in America. You know, really? How about shut up? How about, uh, you know what? We're not stupid. We really have. I really do believe this. And, and we reached the pinnacle of it last week. When uh, when uh, Riley Gaines was chased violently into a, a classroom at a university and her only crime was being a woman who's competed with women her entire life until a mediocre man in his sport decided to become a woman his senior year and uh, and then become an NCAA champion. Uh, and everybody knows it's ridiculous. Everybody knows it's beyond stupid. And we're really kind of we're just kind of done with it. I think we're really, really done with it. Uh, later in the show, John Stewart even recognizes that, you know, there is malfeasance 
and uh, corruption in our federal government. He went out the deputy secretary of the DOD who says there's no corruption in the DOD. And even he's saying, really? So you know what? We are going to win the war that they have declared on facts. All right. We are going to win this war. We're already headed there. And right now, they're well on the way to defeat. On the way, Donald Trump from last night, Tucker Carlson, including whether Joe Biden will be able to run again. Stick around. Hey guys, it's Carson for Gold Alliance. If you're concerned about how Washington's latest shenanigans may impact your financial future, this is an important message to hear because right now we have a stock market correction. We got high inflation, Fed rate hikes happening all the time. Some experts say a recession may sweep the nation and folks who fail to prepare may face challenging times ahead while gold owners may have a historic opportunity to grow richer. Now, if you'd like to learn a simple way you can diversify with gold before an economic downturn comes, if you'd like to put yourself on the road to financial peace of mind, the new 2023 Gold Guide from our friends at Gold Alliance can show you how. Here's what you got to do. Just go to www.freegoldguide.com slash Carson. Freegoldguide.com slash Carson. Or you can write down this number, 800-247-9236. 800-247-9236. Or again, go to freegoldguide.com slash Carson. So, uh, after the uh, indictment, big media is all in against President Trump, and we are asking you at Newsmax if you still support uh, Trump for president 2024, just text the word EVENT to 39747. That is EVENT to 39747. Takes about a minute. Tune in to Newsmax. you got great hosts like Rob Schmidt, Greta Van Susteren, uh, Eric Bowling, of course, uh, Rob Finnerty in the morning, my show on the weekends, which Donald Trump considers to be the funniest on television. Thank you very much. Uh, and now, by the way, Newsmax back on uh, uh, 349 on DirecTV, in case you're looking for it. But uh, if you would, vote in the Newsmax poll about Donald Trump. Text the word EVENT to 39747. So <clears throat> Megan McCain even is admitting that Joe Biden is not going to be able to run for president. I've said this for a while. And we, we have to, as adults, be able to discuss things when uh, when they're really serious like this. And, and even when the, uh, the party in power doesn't want to talk about it. And, and honestly, it is really disturbing that you can see uh, the obvious decline in the mental acuity of Joe Biden. Just look at tape a couple years old versus now being led around by the Easter Bunny, uh, being led around uh, by uh, world leaders, uh, flubbing all of his words. And, and we have a, a news media that won't even admit it. It, it, it really it's just it doesn't uh, add to your credibility. Uh, sooner or later, the truth is is out, and it's painfully obvious. It is the emperor's new clothes. That's what it is. And you got the emperor saying that, oh, no, no, I've got a beautiful outfit on. And the news media is like, oh, yes, you do. We can see you are completely naked, which is not a nice picture to paint. I apologize for doing that. But, but he, we know he's naked, but we're just going to go ahead, and we are going to scream loud enough that he has a new suit on, and eventually you guys are just going to go, yep, you know, right, I, I love the suit. It's fantastic. But you know what? Uh, we're not stupid, and we have reached a critical stupid in the country. Megan McCain says, I'm not trying to be cruel. I'm being honest in the face of this mass delusion. And there have been a lot of mass delusions that we are expected to believe. And, uh, and the government media complex has, 
has been able to uh, pull that over on us. Like, oh, there's no voter fraud. Oh, really? Okay, yeah, and there's no armed robbery either. Give me a break. Or, you know, you know, you wearing a cloth mask will prevent you from getting the deadliest pandemic in the world. Really? Really? I think wearing a cloth mask to prevent a deadly pandemic is like wearing a cowboy hat to go scuba diving. And guess what? I was right about all of it. All it takes is a little bit of impartiality, common sense, and a little bit of research. And and then it all becomes very real. This is Donald Trump last night talking to Tucker Carlson, a very good uh, interview. Tucker Carlson had to admit, even though he's, a, I guess, a serious anti-Trumper, that uh, this man is a hell of a president and knows what the hell he's talking about. That's what he said. He literally, not exactly, I'm, of course, paraphrasing, but he said, you know, as a serious president, who uh, took the duties of president uh, very seriously, particularly with regard to foreign policy. And, uh, you know, he's completely capable of, uh, of getting the country right back on the right track. But here he is talking to uh, uh, Tucker Carlson about Joe Biden and whether he'll be able to run because of his mental and physical health. I don't see, I don't see how it's possible. And it's not an age thing. You know, like I say, I have friends that are 88, 89, 92. Bernie Marcus, Home Depot is 95. Smart as hell. He's My mother was sharp as a tack when she died at 91. Sharp as he was. I mean, he's, you know, mentally, Bernie Marcus, Home Depot, founder of Home Depot, one yeah. of the founders. I mean, I had a meeting with him a few months ago. He was 100%. I, I know people that built their fortunes from 80 to 90. Wow. They were always struggling, and they made a fortune from 80 to 90, a couple of people in particular. It's, a, you know, amazing. He's not too old. You know, his age, I think they do the age thing because I'm four or five years behind. Yeah. They yeah. say, this is a way of getting Trump. Let's go him up. But there's something wrong. Well, duh. I mean, uh, duh. <laughs> Just, we, maybe this is, this is the Berlin Wall moment for the United States is when the American people just finally say, you know, we're not stupid. So uh, if you're going to bring up stupid things and try to make us believe that they're real, we were really beyond that. And, and I think we are. People are rejecting Disney. People are rejecting Bud Light. Uh, people are speaking out with their pocketbooks. People are turning off news channels, MSNBC and CNN. They're done with it. They're, they're done with it. And, and honestly, the, it, you know the expression, the truth will sh- set you free. And it will. But, but it won't set you free unless you turn away from the people who are lying to you. Okay, like NPR, NPR, NPR has quit Twitter. They had a spat with Elon Musk, who branded the uh, public broadcasting network. With, it's the public broadcasting network, and they said it was government affiliated. Well, because it's public broadcasting, it is affiliated with the government. And, and let's not fool ourselves here. PBS and NPR are a freaking joke. All right. They are a joke. They say that they are uh, non-commercial. Right. And so they are uh, they they don't have to pay for ratings and they don't have to do the all things that commercial radio has to do. And consequently, they're able to pay their exorbitant salaries and benefits, have an extraordinary facility in Washington, D.C. with a sushi bar, while most radio facilities like where I used to work in Washington, D.C., an empty row of studios where nobody works there anymore. I've seen it time and time again. And uh, and NPR has noticed that the company only receives less than 1% of its $300 million budget from the uh, federally funded Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Well, no. Here's what happens is, 
the NPR affiliates get all sorts of money from the government, and they have to buy their programming from NPR. And NPR pays a bleep ton of money for, you know, all things considered or barely conscious or, whether you, or uh, you know, all of this other uh, BS programming. And all of their news is uh, it carries the government narrative. If it is not the case, then where have the reports on NPR been about the Russia collusion hoax? Where is NPR saying, you know what? Uh, the Russian collusion hoax was just that. It was a hoax. Where's the story? Where's the stories on Hunter Biden's laptop being real? Where's the stories on uh, COVID nonsense and the efficacy of vaccines? None of it. NPR is an official state-run news agency. But here's the problem. So are the rest of the mainstream media. And they do it voluntarily. And they do it voluntarily. It is uh, remarkable. So basically... Uh, NPR has decided to leave Twitter altogether. They said, we are not putting our journalism on platforms that have demonstrated interest in undermining our credibility and the public's understanding of our editorial independence. Independent of what? We are turning away from Twitter, but not our audiences and communities. Isn't this cool? Rather than being thrown off of Twitter for speaking the truth, you actually quit because Twitter exposes that you've been lying? Do you see what they're doing? <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty amazing. Uh, you know, and this is why I have a blue Twitter account. I don't even know what the hell it does. I just pay $8 a month for Twitter. My wife goes, why are you paying for Twitter? I said, because I'm supporting Elon Musk and what he's doing. And this just, this just paid for my subscription. NPR is leaving Twitter. Oh my God, this is so glorious. This is so fantastic. Uh, let's go to uh, Ken in San Francisco. Ken, welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today? Oh, buddy, I can barely hear you, Ken. Could you get your phone a little closer to your head? Maybe you're on a speakerphone. Yeah, this ain't going to work. You're going to have to call back, my brother. I do appreciate you joining me. I do. I just, I got to have good sound and phone calls. And uh, you got to be able to understand what is being said. It always helps. It always helps. Unlike when Joe Biden speaks, you never really know. Uh, This is uh, Donald Trump last night. It it was a good uh, interview with uh, Tucker Carlson. By the way, morning consult has a new survey out, and uh, Donald Trump <clears throat> is uh, is leading in primary voters with the Republicans uh, 56 to 23. That's a 33% uh, jump. I'm going to tell you, Ron DeSantis has been um, uh, very popular, and he has not endured a good deal of criticism from the mainstream media. <clears throat> that's going to that's gonna change. But just the few things that we kind of have begun to know about Ron DeSantis, that he is uh, apparently down with climate change, uh, little things. And I'm not, I'm not meaning it. I'm just saying what, what ha- people have responded. And the reason why he's slipping in his ratings is because he does have a strong conservative portfolio he's building. But he also has a lot of things in his past that are going to make Trump voters go, you know, I don't think so. I, I don't think so. I'm serious. Unless you are uh, a dyed-in-the-wool Trump policy supporter, meaning close the borders, strong defense, uh, decrease the size of government, go after the deep state. Unless you show all of that, you are only going to fall in the polls. And Ron DeSantis is experiencing this. This is why I think DeSantis, if he could, if they could figure out a way to get them on the same ticket, it would be over. It would be over. Now, I know they live in Florida. Trump has lived in New York. There are a lot of... Blah, blah, blah. I'm just saying that if Ron DeSantis wants to be a president, 
the best thing for the Republican Party would be Trump DeSantis. Uh, they would curb stomp anybody and even overcome all the election fraud that Democrats perpetrate to steal elections around the country. That said, it would also give Ron DeSantis the opportunity to d- repair any uh, items in his past that would say he is anything close to being a rhino. Because right now, the rhino litmus test is w- way strong, way strong, at least with Trump voters. That said, right now, uh, Donald Trump has uh, got a wide uh, uh, margin of, uh, of votes over Ron DeSantis right now. A lot of things can happen, but 33 points is, is kind of a big deal. So Ron DeSantis needs to decide whether he's viable, whether he wants to uh, sink a billion dollars into running for president at this time. We'll see. We will see. And again, if you want to vote for Ron DeSantis, that's your deal. I'm just saying what's going on in the mind of a lot of Trump voters. Here is uh, Donald Trump talking about uh, the arrest last Tuesday on the 55th anniversary of the assassination of Martin Luther King Jr. during the week of Easter. Last week, you were in New York for this arraignment. The world watched it. You've not given an interview since. You were there, I think, 57 minutes. Tell us from your perspective what that was like. They were incredible. When I went to the courthouse, which is also a prison in a sense, uh, they signed me in. And I'll tell you, people were crying. People that work there, professionally work there, that have no problems putting in murderers and they see everybody. It's tough, tough place. And they were crying. They were actually crying. They said, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I think uh, certainly in the police with uh, New York uh, I do not doubt his word whatsoever. Now, this is a, a line that I uh, was taken by, and I thought it was outstanding. Uh, Donald Trump talking about the reality of the world, uh, talking about the, uh, the enemies of the world, and they're not in Russia, and they're not in China. They're here. But that's not the money shot of the, of the interview. What, what he says at the end about the enemies outside of the country is uh, is pretty profound. Here is Donald Trump. So we just on to the next one. I often say, they said to me the other day, one of your fellow journalists said, uh, who's the biggest problem, sir? Is it China? Could it be Russia? Could it be North Korea? No, I said the biggest problem is from within. It's these sick, radical people from within, because we can handle, if we're smart, we can handle Russia, China. I did. Uh, By the way, Russia has never gone after American Catholics and CRT parents. I took in billions and billions, hundreds of billions of dollars from China. No other president took in anything, and they respected me. He's the same thing, you know. I told him, you can't go into Taiwan. You can't. You can't do it. I won't tell you exactly what I said, but it was something that Probably a lot of people wouldn't like if they heard it, but it was. Here's, now, listen to what he says about dealing with the world's thugs. Listen to this. It's, it's actually brilliant. Very tough. Don't go into Taiwan. If you do, we're going to have problems. Other than that, we're going to be great relationship. We're going to have a great relationship. And he said to me when I said we're going to do something, if he goes, no, 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 you wouldn't do it. I'll do that. I swear I'll do that. And he didn't believe me, but he believed me 10%. The same thing with Putin. I said I was going to do something really nasty if he goes into Ukraine. He said, no, no, you're not going to do that. I said, I will. And he didn't believe me either, but he believed me 10%. 
And the 10%, you never heard talk about going into Ukraine. You never heard talk about going into Taiwan until I was no longer there. Now, what a mess the world. Yeah, yeah he said, uh, they didn't believe that I would do something, that, that they did 10%. And all you needed was the 10%. All you needed was the 10% with the might of the American military that he rebuilt. All that you needed was that 10%. Look at what his words did to the thugs and dictators and bad actors of the world. You're not going to do something. Oh, you know, all they needed was 10%. That is brilliant. Let's take a break and come back. Uh, Bill, you hold on. You'll be next. This is The Rob Carson Show. If the mainstream media, big social media, and the Democrat Party say you spread disinformation, it means you know the truth. The important is you said the truth. It's The Rob Carson Show. I took in billions and billions, hundreds of billions of dollars from China. No other president took in anything, and they respected me. He's the same thing, you know. I told him, you can't go into Taiwan. You can't. You can't do it. I won't tell you exactly what I said, but it was something that probably a lot of people wouldn't like if they heard it. But it was very tough. Don't go into Taiwan. If you do, we're going to have problems. Other than that, we're going to be great relationship. We're going to have a great relationship. And he said to me when I said we're going to do something, if he goes, no, 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 you wouldn't do it. I'll do that. I swear I'll do that. And he didn't believe me, but he believed me 10%. There you go. He believed me 10%. That is so good. You know, he didn't believe me, but he believed me 10%. And that's when he said, okay, I'm not going to mess with this guy. Just crazy enough. You know, I think he's just crazy enough. He might do it. God, I love that. It is so good. (laughs) That just caught me. I'm like, hey, you just believe me 10%. I say, you know, I don't think you want to do that. If you do that, you know, it's going to be some problems. I said, if uh, I said, if you don't do that, we'll have a great relationship. Everything will be great. But if you do, we're going to have problems. He didn't believe me, but he believed that 10%. I mean, it sounds like a movie line. It, it really does. It sounds like, uh, uh, you know, Ray Liotta and Goodfellas without the mafia connections. It's, uh, it's fantastic. Let's go to Ken in San Francisco, who's back. Hopefully a better connection this time. Ken, welcome to the show, my friend. Go ahead. Hey, Rob, thanks for taking oh, my good. call. Uh, yeah. I would like to uh, propose something that, well, I hope that the House, while we're, we still have a majority, uh, a Republican majority in the House, will we'll think of and, and consider doing. And this would be to eliminate voter fraud. And it's a bill that would, if the Democrats don't agree to, and the president doesn't agree to sign, he would eliminate, he basically would, uh, uh, basically he would risk uh, shutting down the government, and he would alienate his constituents. And this is the bill. Go ahead and put a bill together that has amnesty for X amount of million of dreamers, then include the debt ceiling, agree to the Biden budget, and in the bill also will be all the rules that have to change for federal elections to eliminate voter fraud. You know, uh, same-day voting, no machines, uh, you know, signature matching, you have to have an ID, and so on and so forth. Everything that is allowing voter fraud to occur. What do you think? Uh, Ken, here's a problem. Uh, they tried to codify voter fraud last year. They, they literally tried to codify a federal uh, federal takeover of the elections to ensure that voter fraud would continue forever for the Democrat Party. So the problem is that if you are, uh, you only want change if you're on the losing end of election fraud. The Democrat Party is on the winning end of election fraud, and they know the only way they can win is through election fraud. 
So they have no compelling interest in, in uh, stopping election fraud because right now election fraud is the only way they're whole, able to hold on to power in places like uh, Wisconsin, in places like Pennsylvania, in places like Arizona. So it's a nice thought. But uh, the Democrats would uh, would commit Harry Carey before they would consider anything that had uh, election fraud in it. And by the way, the, even in Atlanta, we know that in Georgia, the uh, they, the left went bananas on uh, on election fraud, on on voter uh, ID and all that. And they said it was going to be Jim Crow 2.0. It was all a big lie. The MLB uh, Major League Baseball pulled out of their all star game and all that. So in short, uh, the Democrats won't do anything about fixing election fraud because they're the number one beneficiaries. We've got to take a break. This is The Rob Carson Show. No crooked, crooked establishment. None of that twisting the truth. No talking down don't to me. Don't tell me how to think. Don't tell me how to think. Don't tell me how to think. I trust Newsmax. Newsmax. They don't tell, tell me how to think. think. They let, let me decide. Newsmax. Real news. For real people. 